0: do things as a team gentlemen
1: full speed in a town driven by competition coach you reckon these are the boys gonna take us back to state i was to tell you that y'all wouldn't have anything to talk about the last thing anyone wanted You're getting home late did you just
0: make room for your daughter and football
1: was a distraction
0: Yeah, it's time. throw it over here come on throw it
1: Hey, coach! He took our ball.
0: That boy has been rolling by here for a long time now. No, I don't want the football. Why don't you bring him by practice late? I'll find you something to do. See the young man over there? He goes by Radio. He's gonna be helping us out for a while. Morning, what exactly is wrong with him? He the same as everybody else, just a little slower than most. We can oh It's
1: radio. What up and on. Just grab something. How
0: about this one? Say... Those look fine, radio. Okay. Well, I still think that it. You got
1: yourself a distraction needs dealing with.
0: Radio. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn
1: it. Quite a show you put on out there tonight, coach. Just wonder if you're running a football program or a social club.
0: We're not gonna be able to take you on a bus today. Some folks just don't understand yet. But they're gonna catch on, believe me. Why on earth are you doing this? I figure it's the right thing to do. Gary Powers is released from the Soviet Union. True or false? What'd you say, radio?
1: I know we haven't had much chance to talk.
0: Radio needs what you're doing more than I
1: do. You play with heart and never stop believing in each other. It's just better if we do things the way we used to. You take him out of this school,
0: you might as well just take his life from him. I'm not so sure we're trying to help somebody here.
1: Never a mistake to care
0: for someone. The truth is, we're not the ones that have been teaching radio. Radio's the one been teaching us.
1: The jaunty cap is on. Yes. This is my uh, older man cap. I think only older men should wear these caps.
0: I like it. Or children.
1: I'm moving the mat. Or small children trying we to are sell you newspapers. Or covered in chimney dust. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I think it. I think it works for me. It does. Jaunty. I, I don't know what it's called. Like a. It's Uh, not a scally. I think this is different specific style. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. It's just uh, it's just hiding my shiny head, right? So, welcome to Movie Humpers. I'm Bob Sham. I'm
0: Angela.
1: The sounds you hear may be dogs, and we do this thing called movie roulette reviews. Mm -hmm. It is where Angela will pick a pick a, a little piece of paper out of a hat, unravel it, and it will and we have. A set amount of predetermined categories that I've made lists of movies on, and and when we pick that category, then we randomly select a number that is on that list, and we pick a movie from yes. it. The last time we did this, you picked a, the category called a challenging performance for everybody. Let me clarify what that is. Yes, it is movies in which non-mentally disabled actors play people with mental disabilities. Yes. Let me clarify here. We're not going with like autism. It has to be pretty hardcore autism, you know. We're not talking about movies with where the actors actually have certain things like Down Syndrome. There are Down Syndrome actors and they're as viable as anyone else. That's not who we're talking about. No. We want...
0: Do we? Want's a strong word. We
1: want... <laughs> yeah, we, we want... We are
0: watching...
1: uh Actors... The
0: list is made of...
1: You know, I, I'm putting the question out there, and I'm sure this has happened, mm-hmm. but I just don't know where it is, and I'm sure it will come up. Has anyone who doesn't have Down syndrome ever played someone with Down syndrome? Whoa. I can't find it yet, but I'm convinced that it's out there somewhere. I gotcha. really am. Maybe it's a foreign movie, something like that, but I've got to find it. Listeners, if you have any idea, we have we have a list of movies of people playing whatever vague mental disabilities are out there.
0: Even in this one in particular, they never say what's going on.
1: I think it's just, sometimes it's just, they just are.
0: Absolutely. Some people are just, uh, have a slower mental, like, capacity for learning or understanding. uh, A limited, limited capacity.
1: And this movie is perfect because as we go into November, we want, we want to Stick with a little comfort food, a little family-friendly things, right? Mm. And this is a family film, right? This yeah. This movie we picked, Radio, directed radio. by Mike Tolan. Uh, I prefer the porn parody, Fucking Radio. But this one is pretty good, too. Angela, wake up. Mm. Yes. We're not watching Fucking Radio. We're watching Radio. Radio, starring Cuba Gooding Jr., Ed Harris, Alfrey Woodard, and Deborah, the wing woman winger. Can't get enough of that Deborah winger. And am I right? And
0: that guy from American, American Dad. American Beauty.
1: Yeah, American Beauty. <laughs> that was a closet homosexual.
0: Yeah. He's also an asshole in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He was the asshole of the 90s. Now, radio is
1: based on a true story, yep. as a lot of these movies are. To help with the emotional buffer of it. Uh, Based on a man named James Kennedy, who they called Radio. Yes. His real story kind of starts off in the 60s. This one seems to happen in the late 70s. And it signifies that as by mentioning the election of Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. And like comically going through bullet points over the radio of things happening at that time. Yeah. But yes, James Kennedy, he actually lived to 73, passed away in... 2019 was truly a fixture at this South Carolina high school football game. Apparently it was true that he was enrolled in the school for a little bit. I feel like that's something that maybe you could pull off at another time, but not really today. Sure. Of someone who's grown, who goes back to high school.
0: Yeah, being able to be in the classroom with students who are underage, and you're a grown man, regardless of the situation. That plot
1: point, I felt like I kind of understood. Like, look,
0: why Alfred Woodard was like, mm,
1: I mean, we're talking about we're talking about Southern public schools in the '70s or at '60s, on the actual radios time in the mm-hmm. South, so. I don't know what the standard on special education courses in public schools was. I could imagine maybe it wasn't that sure. great. But it just seemed like, how did Radio not go through some kind of program in that span? Mm-hmm. I, his mother had to work as a nurse and his father passed away. We established that. Yes. Um,
0: Has an older brother. Well that we away. that we never see. Never made
1: him. We We see Radio's mother, but no one else. This movie is about the good white people in radio's life.
0: <laughs> this is what some refer to as a white savior film.
1: Oh, this is classic white savior film, right? Yes. Um, and, you know, uh, there's something interesting about these movies because there is a m- certain manner of, I use this word loosely, courage and the idea of someone displaying, an actor displaying someone with uh, mental disabilities. Like, what are the choices they make? You, you're watching this movie and you're like, what is Cuba Gooding Jr. ad-libbing here? What's he throwing against the wall here? Was there a scene they cut where Cuba went up to Mike Tolan was like, hey, what if I like try to eat a bug or something like that? You know, and Mike Tolan, by the way, the director, I think this is one of his few only feature films, old heads who know us from our old... Podcast the Documenteers, Mm -hmm. early episode, I don't blame anyone for not knowing it, but we discussed a 30 for 30 film that Mike Tolan did called Small Potatoes, Who Killed the USFL. Ah. And that that was a Mike Tolan movie, and he- He just
0: likes small football stories.
1: Yeah, well, the United States Football League, which is now defunct, he did a 30, he did the 30 for 30 telling that story. Yeah. And he also did the story of radio. And- you got, you got these bullies, he gets bullied a little bit this radio, and these it's the 70s in and, and high school, he's got these bullies and not one of them calls him Gaydio, not once.
0: No, they actually only say the R word one time in this movie, which in actuality I'm sure it was thrown at him constantly. That's the
1: most insincere part of this movie, mm-hmm. is when Ed Harris hears the R word and he winces, like literally there is non-profit organizations at this time it's literally with what wor-
0: it was called at the time
1: they just learn more slowly than we but they can learn with help support the work of your local association of the national association for retarded children that they threw that around like a common thing that, to be that said. word was said over and over yeah. again he earns money he pays taxes he's just like you arc the association for retarded citizens don't throw us away. Ed Harris's character, with no, probably with in the real life, with no vindiction in his heart, probably threw that word around without even thinking that it was an, an insult. In just his a state of fact.
0: Days, you mean? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We were kids. People still said it. Like honestly, truly, not yeah. rudely. Like it wasn't rude. It was sort of as we grew up, it became. A word that was not to be used any longer. which And, and we don't. We When we were, we when we were older. Yeah, but when we were kids, it was the word people said.
1: As a 90s teenager, that word and, and the word gay would be used to stupidly describe just about anything, right? You'd just yes. throw that word out. And I, look, I was a dumb teenager. I'm not going to pretend like I said everything right my yeah. whole life. I do confess to being a perfect human now.
0: You're right. It was high school, though, or like teenage years.
1: Yeah, because like, I do That's remember gay. there being a
0: point at which you were like, "Oh,
1: That's good. oh, don't say that." Yeah, well, when you're getting into the two thousands and you're meeting some nice uh, uh, liberal haughty girls, they don't like to hear those words. So that we had to be like, <laughs> "Oh, we're not going to get pussy if we call everything gay or r-worded." Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That changes. So, that'll change a man. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> they do also leave it very vague in this movie as to how old radio actually is at this point. It's true. I'm sure they leave it vague because of them also setting it in the wrong time period I feel like Cuba, and all of that kind of stuff. I feel like
1: Cuba looks very young in this movie. He
0: looks very young, but there are moments when you're like, oh, he's probably like mid-20s.
1: This is post Snow Dogs and Jerry Maguire. Like, Cuba is on the come up. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice that if you look at his filmography... That after this the leading spots fade away.
0: <laughs> you know, one thing I will The
1: Tropic Thunder explanation, we all know it. Yeah. And it does kind of apply, right?
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things and I I I'm like reticent to even like compliment the way he portrayed this man because he shouldn't have been playing this role. Whatever, we know this now, we know this. But
1: he might have regrets.
0: I will say that one thing I thought was interesting and different than some of the other portrayals that we've seen people when they are not mentally challenged. I, this is hard just like get all these words out because I'm trying to like not say anything bad and and like use the right phrases. But anyway, whatever, he didn't do the classic like, I'm just gonna like twitch all the time. There's this thing. It's like the it's like the what's eating Gilbert grape Leonardo DiCaprio thing where he's always like, with his nose. Like, a lot of people, like, do that. They pick, like, a thing to, like, constantly be, like, pulling at something. And he does have, like, mannerisms. Yeah. But it, it seemed as though he really took time to, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe what? he, like, spent time with James. <laughs> he could have spent time with James Kennedy, though. And, like, actually I really, like, true. emulated him. So sure. it wasn't as much of a caricature though it is, but it wasn't as much of a caricature as it could have been if he was just trying to be like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be someone who's not real, who's just a fiction, fictional character.
1: I will point out that Cuba Gooding Jr. earned a Golden Raspberry Award nomination for Worst Actor, and the same year won an NAACP Image Award for Best Actor. It must have been heavy pickings that year. So, for the NAACP to hand him that award. Like, uh look... All we got is this white savior movie. <laughs> Let's just give it to him. Let's just give it. He worked hard. You can tell. Literally, <laughs> in this
0: movie, at one point, yeah. Say, some of you don't know or don't care about all that radio's learned over these past few months. But truth is, we're not the ones that been teaching radio.
1: Radio's the one that been teaching us
0: radio taught us
1: that's the part you're looking for that's the part you want out of these movies because as i was saying before to finish my thought which i always give half a thought and then finish it later (laughs) um is that you know it does seem there seems to be some measure of courage in uh, a a, a, quote-unquote normal person playing someone with intellectual disabilities but every aspect in this type of movie is completely unbrave mm-hmm. almost so middle of the road and safe in such a way that it's like it becomes challenging to even truly talk about the movie because though yes. it may hit that heartstring as you know it will it does seem to just be so convenient in so many ways the the, the amount of adversi- adversity is just enough uh, to where it's not completely just fucking with your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does have he does have bullies here and um radio James um he's pushing his shopping cart. He's going like jackass style. He's riding that shopping cart. He's got his arms stretched out because that happens a lot in in like, you know, inspirational movies, someone's got to like have their arms stretched out. I was
0: out. so scared. Because half the time you see shit like that, something terrible happens. Mm-hmm. City of Angels. And so... <laughs> when,
1: I think I've mentioned it before yeah. that I saw that movie on a date. Uh, this is senior year of high school. And when Meg Ryan gets hit by a logging truck... You laughed. Going down the bike <laughs> with the hand stretched out with her eyes closed and gets hit by a logging truck. Yes, I laughed and my date was a little... Maybe a little embarrassed that I laughed at that Mm -mm. because she was feeling the romance, the love. Mm. You know, that movie is based on um, a Vim Vendors movie called Wings of Desire, Vim Vendors who directed um, Paris, Texas.
0: Can we watch that movie?
1: It will happen next year.
0: Hell yeah. Promise. I like Vim Vendors.
1: We've got a. Uh, um, He's
0: an S tier director. He is
1: Vim Vendors very good, um, and I've never seen Wings of Desire. And I've been uh, really excited to see it for a while. That'd be cool. Sometime next year, we will be taking a European vacation. Ooh. In movie form, I would never laugh at anyone with any mental no. disability. No. People with Down syndrome are some of my favorite people ever, but I am going to laugh at anyone who is playing someone with a mental disability, on screen because there, I'm sorry, there is something that is weirdly, unintentionally funny. But admit, admittedly, I did not laugh during this movie as much as I thought it would. I, I really maybe laughed more at the hokey writing and dialogue more yeah, than anything else.
0: because it hit every stereotype of a movie this like is, this. This there is, what is what I'm the, saying. You know, the privileged white family who a- adopts or takes under the wing the... Person who needs help for whatever reason that is. Well, it's different in different movies, right? But then you've got like they've got their biological children who are obviously like white privileged kids who are getting like good grades, but they're not getting enough attention from their daddy because he's spending all his time with rainbow. Such a
1: that that got such so tacked on that little and and
0: and then and then and then the kid at some point has to realize like oh no, this kid needs my dad. And now I'm in 1,000%.
1: Radio needs so, radio needs good white people. He needs these good white people in his life.
0: Yeah. And then there's the people who like, the, the guy, the, the uh, American beauty guy, he just like blames the fact that the football team can't win on the fact that the yeah. coach is hanging out with radio. Nobody else is going to say anything. I sure as hell will. You got yourself a distraction needs dealing with.
1: No distraction? Is that what you think radio is? (laughs) Well, you damn right I do. Come on now, Frank. Dumb. I mean, the the teams at five hundred, they think they could do better. His son is a bully who, at the very end, comes around to respecting radio. And
0: thanks, radio.
1: But early on, they literally threw throw radio in a shed and tie him. They tie him that up and throw him in a shed.
0: Disturbing. That's
1: kidnapping. That's, That's fucking team.
0: bullshit. He's like tied up. They had obviously gagged him, but he'd gotten out of that, and his hands and feet were tied. That's torture.
1: And uh, and of course, the coach punished them by just making them practice hard. They
0: should have gotten kicked off that fucking
1: team. But it is kind of realistic in in a small town I know, environment. Because they don't want to that lose the game. They would mostly get away they essentially did get away with that. Yeah, you had to run more drills. Big fucking deal. Who cares? And they still they still tricked them into um uh that you once you think they're reformed they bully him into walking into the girl's locker room. yeah
0: and for a little while they're actually like being shitty to him in ways that are not obvious mm. you know like walking past him and hitting him in the head with like their helmet and be like oh sorry radio sorry yeah there's
1: a montage like they're
0: being dicks still there, the there's
1: next. a weird montage where where radio might as well be like jerry lewis in one of his movies like it's it's kind of played for laughs. I like It's
0: like slapsticky. Oh,
1: Radio's not good at catching the ball for the punts. It's but he's like, pretending
0: to do the drills. He's like and...
1: boo, 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 boo. but yeah. everyone loves him. And of course, Ed Harris's character is incorporating Radio more and more into his life and in a measure to protect him, uh, even so much as bringing him around to the school and it does Benefit Radio, it does work for him, and they kind of do something that makes it like a technicality that he can be on the coaching staff for this football team indefinitely.
0: Yeah, and and also when football season's over, Radio's very sad. The assistant football coach is the basketball coach, and so Radio gets to go hang out with the basketball team, which, which is where he the boys bully him because... Coach Ed Harris is not around.
1: But yeah, it's. I mean, anyone could be a part of like a coaching. Like that does seem like a genuinely positive thing. Yeah. For James Kennedy in real life, it gave him that purpose. Yeah. Uh, But there is just a feeling of like strutting him around at the same time. Like it benefits Kennedy, but Mm -hmm. it also benefits all the people around him. Well, well, they learn from him. Well, and the only radio has one been teaching us.
0: The only time it's really said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: is when Alfrey Woodard is concerned about him going on the school bus because she's like, I don't even know how old he is. I don't know what's going on with him. Like, what if he has a seizure? We don't know the full, like, we don't know what his medical condition is. And he's a grown man, so, like, we can't put him on this bus and take him out of town, even though his mom had said yes or whatever. And they're talking, and she, I don't remember if that conversation or another one, but she genuinely... Cares about him, but she also has to care about every child in this school. And she does say to him at one point, she's like, is this good for him or is he, a basically a glorified mascot? And the, and I mean, the coach that's good, is like, I uh, think you know me better than to think, I think that. And I it's think like, the answer
1: well, is both. Honestly. It's both truly.
0: I mean, he does, you know, bring up morale at the games and obviously, obviously everyone ended up in that town and school, loving him, yeah. right, and that really did happen for real, and I'm glad for that man in in real life, you know. Yeah, but
1: is this a matter of someone's getting lifted up, but it has to be emotionally convenient for everyone around him mm. to be lifted up? I well, mean, it
0: wasn't emotionally convenient for everyone. I mean,
1: we're we're in we're in the South here. The real radio story happened in a tumultuous time in terms of transitioning. From out of segregation to signing the civil rights act, there's, there's no doubt that for a lot of people, he is an emotional prop because none of that would be his condition does kind of mascot him, whether people intend that or not, mm-hmm. because there are plenty of people that would need help that don't have the mental condition, but because of their race are not going to achieve it on an equal level.
0: And especially at these not- times. There were not a lot of black people in the school. There were a couple teachers and Alfrey Woodard is a black female principal. And I don't know in the time when this was really set if that would have even been something that would have happened. Maybe that's another reason they moved it up forward so they could like, you know.
1: Schools were, that is a good question because schools are definitely integrated by the time we hit the end of the seventies. That's kind of what I want to know. Like, is this in the story of radio? I know this kind of began in the early '60s. I'm forgetting off the top of my head when integration in a in a broader scale occurred. Yeah. Was was radio taken in by a coach in a school that wasn't even integrated?
0: The way they play it, and I I wonder how much of a conscious decision this was. It seems like it had to be. So you've got you know you've got black teachers. You've got Alfre Woodard is a black female principal and you do see like other people in the town because there's this part where um, radio gets a lot of Christmas presents from the town and he's giving them out to people in his side of town which is kind of the poorer side of town and there's like black that folks is a, sitting on the porch. That is a
1: sweet scene. It is
0: very sweet. Um, but you know
1: but he gets they arrested.
0: don't. He does get arrested but the thing that's crazy about this movie is that they don't talk about race. No. As part of the problem, and you know it had to be.
1: I think the cop arresting Radio for giving out presents and questioning where he got the presents to begin with was, that was the closest. Was they got. there like we need a race relation kind of bit here? Yeah, and without talking about it very directly, we can do it with this scene. Yeah, but Radio, he's freed from that prison because the the cop is a new cop, right? He doesn't know, and he locks not. locks Radio up. And then when the other cops are like, oh, we got to go see um who this guy brought in is, and they see it's radio, and they're like, oh, shit. And it's because radio is associated directly with the most important thing in this town. The football. And that is the football team. And it, it, it really seems like everyone's on board except for the dude from American Beauty. And he has the power, he's the banker, right, to rally into these meetings. It seems like he has the sole power to round up these meetings where we can question the validity or if radio is a distraction for these games. Mm. And it ends up being Ed Harris going, you know what, I quit being a football coach.
0: But I'd like to still be a teacher if that's Yeah, all right.
1: I'd like to be a teacher. And, and, a and I'd th-
0: like radio to come to school with me every day. And a funny
1: thing is, in real life, James Kennedy radio... Was always a fixture. The school went through many football coaches over the years, and James Kennedy was in real life always a part of the program. Mm -hmm. So it like didn't even matter who was there and who wasn't because radio was always there in real life.
0: Yeah, but he had to make, you know, the movie had to have him make a stand and choose radio over football.
1: And of course, there's that scene where Ed Harris is in bed with his wife. And then the camera pans, and you see radio just sitting on the foot of the bed. And it's like, and the wife is questioning him politely, but Ed Harris is like, he's got nowhere to go! Oh my god, I'm sorry. That's from fucking radio. I'm sorry. Let's get back to the actual- You're not
0: sorry. I'm getting
1: these scenes confused. You
0: did that on purpose.
1: Fucking radio is fantastic, though. Like- I'm not used to plot in those kind of movies, and that might be structured better than the actual radio, you know. It's just rare that the parody, the porn parody, kind of touches bait. It actually also touches on ra- race relations a lot better as well.
0: You know, I think the only parody porn that I've ever seen, and I didn't see all of it, was um, Lord of the G-Strings, and we just watched part of it as a joke.
1: There's an Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> I would
0: check that out just to see it. That's I,
1: hilarious. I saw a porn parody of your parents' wedding video.
0: Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, Robert? I'm
1: sorry. Oh. 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 Anyway. Let's,
0: let's move it along, please. I mean,
1: what more can we say about nothing. this? I mean, There's you can
0: else.
1: you can probably take that description and put it in an AI algorithm yeah. and have the whole script put out for you. So... Let's ju- it, is,
0: it is an algorithm. It's an algorithm. This is an that, like, algorithm. Does movie. pull at you because, and I was like,
1: this is an AI movie. Watching
0: bef- this movie, this
1: is an algorithm movie before algorithm movies.
0: And I was mad watching this movie because, like I said, I think that's what happened with the real man and the way he got to like live his life and be part of that football team. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I it's think great. that's so great. I was like mad at this movie for making me feel. <laughs> Like, for getting me caught up in this story a little bit. Like, I kept going, like, no, this is fucking Cuba Getting Jr. That it's, he's playing this
1: part. It's like eating the whole bag of M&Ms. There is a satisfaction there, but, like, this is a mistake and it is wrong, truly.
0: Yeah.
1: But we'll keep going.
0: Okay, so what do you rate this movie? I,
1: it's, I think it's the, the definition of right down the middle. Okay. I'm going to give it a 2.5. Okay. It's designed to be like that. It is the ultimate mid-movie. I'm not going to say that it's complete drizzling shit. No, it's not. But it's also not great. It is is designed to be mid as hell. And that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go a little lower. I would like to watch a documentary about the actual person, maybe. But I just don't feel like a movie. Well, I mean, but like instead of. (laughs) That would have been like more enjoyable. Like this is... What is your score? Two.
1: Okay. 4.5 out of 10 for Mike Tolan's Radio. It's a C film if there ever was one, but it's still better than The Flash, so we will put it above The Flash.
0: It is better than The Flash. Look, it doesn't take much to be better than The Fucking Flash.
1: Right there, right above The Flash. And under Kate Plays Christine. Radio.
0: There was some good music in this movie.
1: Well, it's like Forrest Gump. It's like, hey, yeah. let's just cl- cluster you with music of the time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I said this is like an algorithm movie, but like we, there has been some lessons learned in Hollywood and actors portraying people with full-on mental disabilities. You know, we're we're ranging, we we're going across a range of, you know, you got the Gump intellectual disabilities, but they're but it's not hardcore, it's, like I said, it's the Tropic Thunder explanation. And it kind of does work. We all know that explanation. But look, I had to throw out a theme that we had this month. I was going to do Peter Bogdanovich and Civil Shepard movies. Right. And three of those movies are not even available for rent. <sighs> like, they're just out of print. And I didn't feel like yeah. digging and paying uh, 30, 40, 50, 60 bucks for a copy of At Long Last Love. Okay. Yeah. So I had to scrap it, but we will get to the last picture show and a special edition drop, uh, at the end of the month because, because of the themes and what that movie's about. I've been wanting to see it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think there is, um, important themes of that, that are beneficial to us as we are getting older and also as people who love movies. So yes. I think. There, there is kind of a point that we will get to when we finally get to the last picture show. But we are going to pick a category that will represent at least 50% of our theme for the whole month. Oh,
0: my gosh. You understand? Yeah, I do.
1: So, one theme, our theme for November is comfort food. And so, for our, our Monday drops, we are going to be discussing movies that we picked yes. from our childhood That really meant a lot to us, you know. There might be a little bit of emotional biases. And some of these movies we'll pick. We're kind of long overdue for like, you know, we've often tried to pick movies that we haven't seen, that we've heard good things about, Mm -hmm. that we want to learn things from. But for this month, comfort food, things we're familiar with. And also, whatever you pick from this hat. Let's do it. And whatever whatever category you pick from this Is at least half of what we're going to do all month long, okay?
0: Yeah. Come on, exsanguinators.
1: You want vampire movies. All right, well, good luck.
0: No! (laughs) Did you put...
1: What's up? What does that say?
0: A challenging performance for everybody. (laughs) Okay. Did you put this in there every time?
1: Listen. There is about... Is this
0: a stacked...
1: There's three. I put it's down to three categories in here. That is one of them. I put two labels per each category. I thought.
0: Okay. So here's here's what we're it, gonna so do. So you couldn't pick the same thing back to back.
1: i kind of have to throw out that rule. Okay. And I've actually thrown out some categories because I think they're kind of too boring. All
0: right. So we got a challenging performance for everybody. Look.
1: No, look. If you, I'm just giving you the option since there is there's two per category in each one. Uh-huh. If you want to draw again since we just did a challenging performance for everyone that I'll let you do so but what you pick is final so it's up to you you can keep what you picked or you can draw again i don't i don't blame you either way do you want to do you want to pick another category is what i'm saying sure you get a MacGuffin. We always get a MacGuffin. So try okay, again. I didn't,
0: I didn't, but I did have done that but before. But this is
1: final. This is final.
0: I Somehow, like, don't we're trust ma- you. We're making these rules. We're making
1: these rules up.
0: I don't trust. I don't trust you.
1: What are you talking because about? Because it's
0: also the same thing again. You stacked this shit. I didn't. You stacked this shit. I didn't know. Because I just also drew a challenging performance for all. I'm being played, you guys. There is about a
1: thirty percent chance that you would have played that based on the how you're getting played. You're calling me a carny.
0: <laughs> I mean You're
1: calling me a carny?
0: shoe fits.
1: So I guess our theme <laughs> And this actually coincides with our comfort food because it these does. these are family friendly family movies. Family
0: friendly, feel good, everybody learns a lesson. Movies.
1: So it keeps it clean. We're keeping it fam all month long with more challenging performances for everyone.
0: I forgot that I wasn't supposed to curse as much during. So.
1: Going forward, from here on.
0: Okay. Because <laughs> I said fuck a lot.
1: This first <laughs> this first week is just setting the table, Kay. so to speak. Okay. Okay, so, uh, so all month long, we're gonna be watching uh, movies from our childhood and movies in which uh, actors play people with intellectual disabilities. All right. So check the show notes for links and other places to find us. And uh, what do you think? What are your favorite uh, challenging performances for everyone? Let me know in the comments. Like and subscribe. Let us know. What do you think of radio? Is anyone out there like radio is 10 out of 10? Let me know. Argue passionately on behalf of this movie. I will not, I will not respond with any essay telling you you're wrong. I will accept it. Just explain why you think it's a 10. Like and subscribe. Leave a comment. And I love you very much. Since we're going into a family friendly month, maybe death to all traitors. Mm. Is that appropriate? Uh, say maybe life to all lovers.
0: Okay. Life to all lovers.